This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm very happy this afternoon to be visiting with artist B. Baker. B, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Yeah, of course, Jeff. Yeah, I thought what we would do, would do to start out the conversation for the benefit of viewers and listeners who might not be familiar with you, and of course, I definitely would like to learn more about you as well as your work and how it's evolved. Uh, I thought what we would do is start out, and if I could just ask you simply uh, in terms of anything you would want to share about your work and then also your artistic perspective. Yeah, so I'm a multidisciplinary artist. Um, right now, I mainly shoot film photography. I've been drawn to art from a young age and actually began writing and painting before I took a deep dive into photography. I think that painting mainly abstract art has shaped my perspective on photography a lot. To me, it's really cool to take such a literal snapshot and try to abstract it. With film, you can play with the grain, you know, use a really high ISO and play with the depth of field. And I think that that's a really cool way to kind of abstract certain elements of photography. Yeah, yeah. And, and if I could uh, just hear a little bit about in terms, I didn't know if there's any particular subject matter uh, or just any, you know, anything in terms of your, uh, just your perspective and just any subjects that, you know, that have been, you know, more of interest to you recently. And if that's changed some, maybe just hearing a little bit about, you know, any, anything that they, that's changed with that. Yeah, compositionally, I'm drawn to look at objects and how they interact with their environment, how lines and shapes within the frame bring about a total comp new, just a totally new composition outside of the setting as a whole. Um, maybe that came from, you know, being a kid and taking photos of sticks and twigs and that sort of thing. But I think it's really cool to try to make abstract elements. So I, you know, we'll take some, some of people right now, you know, with all of the social events, um, a lot of social justice based events here in Tulsa, you know, I did go down to the Black Lives Matter protests. And that was something where, you know, me as a white photographer was something that I really wrestle with in terms of, okay, how can I be here and portray this, but know that I'm a guest in these spaces and it's not about, these settings aren't about me and my photography, but they're really about helping the movement. Oh yeah, and then in terms of just your uh, your process, do you actually do you have an idea of what you're wanting to you know to take to take photographs of before you go do that, or sometimes is that more serendipitous and you just find yourself you know with the camera and just happen to be in the moment? I think with certain events, and if I take a trip, I'll definitely bring my camera and go in with no expectations. But every once in a while. Um, especially with COVID right now, I'll go on a walk around the neighborhood and see something. And maybe if I didn't bring my camera, I'll run back and grab it and go. For instance, we've got a neighbor that has a statue of Elvis on his porch and recently put a mask over Elvis. So I thought it'd be fun to shoot that more in a portrait style and get Elvis with the mask. So little things like that. Uh, I've got a note on my phone where I'll you know, write down ideas, write down uh, compositions that I do want to take. So on occasion, I, I do plan those out a little ahead of time, but most of the time I figure I just bring my camera and see where it leads me. Yeah, and I want to make sure too, that I just want to make sure that I'm not misunderstanding. And of course, I don't want to assume anything either. Are you actually working with, you know, instead of digital photography, are you actually working with film? Yes. Yeah, so I shoot film for myself with oh. my job with my job currently, I work with Root Tulsa, which is a George Kaiser Family Foundation supported project. And initially we were gonna be an events website 
for Tulsa and then COVID hit. And that was, we felt that was pretty irresponsible to ask people to go out and do things in Tulsa when there's a pandemic. So we moved to a lot of different types of content and I take photos for the website. I write for the website for, so with that more commercial stuff, I do use digital and really enjoy that. But with film, I just really like that you have to be a little more thoughtful when you take a composition because you can't go through and just delete a bunch of images after the fact. And my dad's actually a photographer and something he would say was, you know, you got to take a lot of bad photos before you get, before you get a good photo. So I think that also is encourages me, you know, when I don't get the right composition, you just, you got to, you can go back, do it again. And it's, it's okay to have a bad shot in there. Yeah. Was there any point uh, when you, when you first started out, uh, taking photographs, did you, was there some point at which you really knew that you were gravitating towards, you know, working with actual film, at, at least for your personal work? Yeah, that would have probably been late college for me. So tw uh, I graduated in 2016. Um, so probably only about four years ago. And it's funny because as a kid, you know, my dad turned half the garage into a dark room. And so we were around it all the time. And I think I definitely took that for granted. And I would always make fun of him as a kid for using black and white because, you know, as a kid, you're thinking, oh, no, there's no color. This is so boring, dad. And <laughs> when I got into film again, I started using black and white and using the Kodak, uh, Kodak the Tri-X 400, which is used in a lot of photojournalism work. And that's a film that I really like. It's got a little bit of grain and just really has a nice depth to the to the color of the tones and yeah, it's, I started again with black and white and then only recently in the past couple of years got into the film, uh, color film. Yeah, so if I understand, did you actually, you know, it, it, as a result of your dad having the, the actual dark room, did you have the ability to, or the opportunity to learn those, act, those skills in terms of doing your own developing work? And... Yeah, so I actually don't develop my own photos. Uh, that's something that I would, that's next on the list in terms of skills that I would like to do. Uh, I did learn a lot about the process, but in practice, didn't take all of that with me. Uh, I definitely do have a lot of good memories surrounding that. We would make photograms. So on the table that exposes the negatives, we'd place little objects that we'd, we'd found in the house to make these silhouette images on this paper and we'd expose it onto a photosensitive paper and then put it through with the chemicals and the stop and hang it up to dry. And that was a super fun memory as a kid that I still still have. Yeah, it's very cool. And I was gonna, this is just kind of coming up in the moment. And I don't think this is something that I've ever actually discussed or, you know, it's anything that I've ever asked a photographer about before. Just in terms of, since you have worked with digital as well as with film, I, for some reason, it's just kind of coming up intuitively. And I don't know if this is, this may not really go anywhere and may not, you know, may not, be relevant, but I want to at least give it a try. Is there some difference in terms of the relationship between the photographer and, and the photograph or, you know, with you and the finished in the finished work in terms of when you're working with film versus digital? I just didn't know if there's a, you know, anything there in terms of, and it's okay if not, but it just, I mean, I am curious just in terms of how, you know, maybe the feeling that you get or the feedback loop you know, between you and the, and the photos that you take, if there is a difference between film and digital. Yeah, I do think films become a lot more trendy in the past couple of years. And usually if I go out with a film camera, you know, people want to talk about it. They ask me questions, are really interested in it. And I think there's more of a connotation of professionalism with a 
digital camera and I do a lot of commercial stuff with my digital camera. Um, I had a client who is starting a gardening service and needed photos of different aspects of her garden. Um, so I use my digital camera for that. And for that, you know, I'm taking over 60 photos and giving her kind of a big here, you know, little package. And then with film, you're taking a lot less photos, but there might be more time to walk around and make sure that the angles are right, that this is the shot you want, that the light's okay, that you've got your settings right. So there is a, a different aspect in that. Um, some of my favorite shoots that I have done though have been with my film camera. Um, when Silhouette Sneakers opened, I had reached out to Benita who owns Silhouette and we actually went out and with a couple of friends that had a lot of different sneakers and we drove around and had a little bit of a photo shoot and that was super fun and a lot more intentional. You know, I took a few packs of film, extra battery, that sort of thing and just played around and took a lot took a lot of shots so yeah the film is definitely a lot more playful um to me it just feels a lot more creative too and yeah there's just a lot you can a lot you can do with it oh yeah and as far as once you uh you know when you started out uh, taking photographs I didn't know uh you know other than other than your dad were there any other influences just in terms of other you know other photographers work that really spoke to you or, or was formative uh you know in your journey to becoming a photographer yeah, I think there's actually a lot of artists in general, not necessarily photographers. You know, you hear about um, more more of the famous photographers, but I think Mark Rothko has had a big influence in a lot of my work and especially, just especially in my painting um, and people that I want to assimilate like that. Um, yeah, and maybe looking for those colors in a composition or looking for those shapes or those lines in a composition. I think that's, for me, a lot more interesting than trying to mimic other photographers. And there's actually an artist named Casey Klein, who's a younger gal that lives in LA and um, Flash Flood did a series of her prints. And um, she's someone that I really admire that I also see is a little more accessible because you know she's younger and doing, more stuff similar to stuff that I'm doing as well. So. Yeah, and I, and I was going to say, you know, someone, and of course, not that this is about me, but being a very big abstract art fan, I find mm -hmm. myself very intrigued in terms, you know, I, you know, of course, Mark Rothko is definitely someone that's definitely someone who is a favorite, you know, favorite artist of mine as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm just curious in terms of photographs, maybe, I don't know if it is, and I don't want to put you on the spot at all, but maybe in words, getting some sense of, you know, in terms of working, you know, in an abstract fashion with photographs. I'm just trying to visualize a little bit of maybe what you see or what the end result, you know, looks like. You know, when I'm thinking of someone like Mark Rothko or I'm thinking about, you know, a, you know, abstract art, it would be really cool just to get some sense, if, if you can put that into words. And uh, definitely don't want to put you on the spot at all. Uh, so, sorry, do you mean photographers that are kind of abstract is that what you're or, saying or actually just and I apologize I know I, I was probably it was probably a little bit of a loaded question but really trying to get some sense of you know getting an idea of you know what you see when you're looking through the lens if you are you know if you're looking at this more from an abstract standpoint you know getting mm -hmm. some sense of what you know what it is you're what you're looking for or what you're seeing yeah you know, yes. finder if, they, if that can be put into words yeah, um, so I actually, I live with two really creative ladies and there was one point last year when 
one's a photographer and now is doing a fellowship with the New York Times, super successful. And she was mentioning, you know, not really having a lot of spaces. It feels like, you know, you either need to be in a collective or you need to be an already established artist to really get into the scene. And we were talking about that and actually decided to have a house art show, just a giant party. And so we, you know, took all of the decorations off the walls and we turned our fridge into an art installation into like its own kind of standalone installation and we had a wall with family photographs and we created diptychs you know with her photos and my photos and it was really cool and I actually brought out my camera and one of my friends who he complained that I never take photos of him and you know there's one friend that's in a lot of my photos because she loves being in front of the camera and you know she, she <laughs> I just have a lot of photos of her and so he mentioned that and we had these balloons and there was a really pretty, just a really pretty pink balloon. And so I asked him just, Hey, can you stand in the bathtub and hold this balloon? And so, you know, the shot is from his legs down, but you know, the legs are kind of pointing and kind of coming into just making beautiful angles with the bathtub. And then you've got the roundness and the brightness of the pink balloon and I just I that's a photo that I'm really proud of and really like and also it was playful you know we took a few shots and um that was something that was cool where it's like okay what can we create from this environment and I think especially with COVID right now we're all trying to just exist and create within our kind of closed environments and I think that while that's a challenge it does bring about this kid-like creativity where you know when you're a kid you've got you've got what you got you don't have a car you don't have money you know you're walking around with a, a disposable camera and for me it was you know taking photos in the bushes or something ridiculous and <laughs> I think there's something yeah about adults too where we don't want to be seen as ridiculous but I think that that's a really important aspect of creativity is kind of harnessing that playfulness and coming back to it. Yeah, and I thank you so much for bringing that up, kind of that, you know, that childlike, you know, just that childlike freedom of, mm -hmm. you know, of, of working with, what, you know, as you say, you know, working with what you've got right in front of you. Do you find in some way that during, and of course, I did want to ask you, you know, in terms of what this, you know, what this time's been like for you mm -hmm. in a much more general sense, but at least from this creative aspect, uh, do you find that there is some freedom in that? In other words, maybe not, you know, there's not as many events going on. There's maybe not as many subjects in terms of, you know, things you normally would photograph, but do you find that there is some freedom and maybe, or, and I guess maybe what could seem like limits, does that also seem like freedom in some ways? Yeah, I definitely think so. And I am really lucky. I'm not immune compromised. You know, I love my roommates and I know some people are in stressful you know, relational situations at home and really this has been a hard time and I've really been lucky to just have a sweet time and have that social aspect, you know, by having roommates, but, you know, not have to do the social outside. So I think it's been really good for my mental health. Um, and yeah, I think this time has just really slowed everybody down in general in a good positive way. You know, we're thinking about what's important and maybe you don't need to go to that networking thing because guess what, COVID, it's not happening. Um, yeah. So I think that having less social, having less, just a less full calendar and, you know, I'm also still able to work from home, which has been really incredible that I still have had a job during this time. 
and you know I don't have to wake up and get ready for work I can just wake up and be at work because I'm already here so I think having that flexibility is really cool and just you know we've played cards on our porch we've cooked we've cooked a lot we've gone on walks but at the same time you know and I've got a ton of creative supplies and a ton of film photos and something that evolved during this time I decided you know went had these four by seven and or four by six and five by seven cards and decided I was going to chop up a bunch of my photos especially you know just film photos that I didn't like or ones that could be improved uh so I chopped those up and ended up making these cards and I'm currently selling them at 108 Contemporary in their gift shop and that's been really cool and it's been stuff I can post on social media and I think a lot of artists have turned to social media too during COVID and I'm I'm not super big on social media but on my photography page I've tried to become a little more active and I think you know people are on their own social media and I think when artists, when I see other people creating, it really inspires me in a positive way to be inspired and create myself. So I am hoping that I can do that for other artists. Um, Yeah, and I was able to do a little sale on some of those postcards that I still had and, you know, donated like 50% of the proceeds to Still She Rises, which is um, a nonprofit, like, um, agency law agency in Tulsa that helps people who might not have the resources um, to obtain a lawyer for certain things and um, women and children specifically and then um, yeah and and another organization as well so that was that was a cool way to think creatively about okay what can I what difference can I make or what can I do with what I've got so yeah, I love that. And I was going to ask as well, do you, do you find that just the way you view the world, has, has there been any change at all? Just in terms of, you know, now with some, you know, some of the, I don't want to call them restrictions, but just some of the, you know, common mm-hmm. sense reasons why, you know, people are not gathering in large, you know, in, lar- in large groups and, you know, not a, a lot of events going on. Just, I didn't know if there was anything just in terms of, you know, as an artist, as well as as a human being, you know, that's any, any changes that you've seen in your own perspective about the world. Or just yeah. even in the community. Yeah, not necessarily my from my from a creative perspective, I think, but I mean I've become more of a germaphobe. <laughs> uh and I'm pretty I try to be pretty optimistic. So I'm hoping that, you know, all these divisions, I do think that it's something that in the long run, you know, does make us stronger and change positive change doesn't happen without growing pains. And that's something that you know, I believe that we will see, but I know it takes time and it's not pretty. And um, yeah, I I think it'll probably take me a little bit of time to reflect after this time to realize maybe what I've learned or how that, how that has changed. Yeah. And then just, and I was just going to see just as far as your, uh, you know, any thoughts that you might have just on, you know, in the art, the arts community uh, locally in Tulsa, just, you know, anything that you, that you've seen in terms of, uh, you know, any, uh, you know, any innovation or just anything in terms of events, you know, things that are going on, understanding that there's not a lot of in-person things going on, but just didn't know if you were seeing any, you know, any encouraging signs just to, about how the arts community is adapted or is adapting and has adapted. Yeah, well, yeah, I've seen a lot of artists um, donate to causes, and I think that's really cool, and, you know, I got that idea through, you know, seeing others do that on social media as well, and, 
running the root Tulsa, like social media and all of that, you will have artists take over our Instagram or post. And we recently had um, Tones Beach, who does no parking studios. He live did a live painting at American Solera for their fourth birthday on Saturday. So we, you know, I reached out to him and he was down to post photos and videos along the way of his process. And I think that's a cool way where, you know, people can engage without being there, for instance. And, you know, some people were there, but it was outside and supposedly distance. I don't know. I was, I was not there, but I think that's a really cool way. And I think people hopefully are turning to art in terms of entertainment. You know, there's only so much TV you can watch. <laughs> and oh, <yeah. laughs> um, so hopefully, and I do see in the Tulsa community, especially there's, there are so many creatives and I think that there's a huge support local movement. And I think that, you know, I've noticed the artist community is very receptive and open and that's something that coming in, you know, I'm not one of the original, I didn't feel like an original Tulsa artist. It's like, yeah, I moved here, you know, graduated college here, moved away. I moved back like three years ago. And um, that's something that people have been very welcoming and very encouraging and wanting to collaborate. And that's, that's really, really cool. Yeah. So if I'm gathering, it, it sounds like you do have a sense of community here, you know, being, you know, being back here for the past three yeah. years and feel, you know, feeling like you've got it, you're, you're, you're surrounded by people that, uh, you know, that basically are making you feel like you're part of, of things and feeling welcome. For sure. Yeah. And that's yeah. something we've hosted a couple of, you know, for work, hosted a videography crew that did some video and photo for the foundation. And, you know, I kind of put together their schedule and carted them around and they're from Oakland and, you know, they're saying, wow, Tulsa's kind of like Austin before it got cool. And I think <laughs> you hear that a lot and it's really true. And part of me is like, yeah, let's not tell anybody about it. No, just <laughs> I want to tell everybody about it, but it's such a sweet time, I think, to be a young professional in Tulsa and to be an artist in Tulsa. Um, yeah, I, I do just really appreciate being able to live in Tulsa and create during this time. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if in some way, if, if it's the arts community itself, and I don't, I don't know if you know what your thoughts are on that. Uh, as someone who's lived here for, uh, you know, a long, long, you know, many, many years, uh, it does seem like there really is a, a very, uh, the vibe is definitely very different here. I mean, the energy and it's, I'm, and I'm gathering, I, I don't know if it's my imagination, but that a lot of that is the art is, you know, coming from the arts community, you mm -hmm. know, the, the video, and not, and not just visual art, but even just, you know, the various, you know, various forms of art. Yeah. And I think one of my roommates, the one who's a photographer, she came from LA and is now in New York and was, kind of astonished just that you know with the photo world being pretty small in general especially photojournalism her having people that are offering her advice and help and not just it's not a competition and that's kind of what she was used to in the environment she was used to and you know for me my success doesn't come at the cost of someone else's success and I think that's really important. Yeah, and, that's, and that is interesting, that whole idea of this, you know, could, you know, could Tulsa could possibly be the next Austin. And uh, it's interesting, the more people I've talked to, the more that I'm, that I'm hearing that that's, that people are seeing that. And so I just, I find that, I really, I find that encouraging. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I was just going to thank you so much, B. This is, uh, I appreciate you taking the time to share, you know, about your perspective and, and about your work. And uh, I also really appreciate you sharing, you know, what it's been like for you during this time. And 
and what it's like to be a, a working artist, you know, here in the Tulsa area. I really appreciate that. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Certainly. Thanks again. Well, yeah. See ya.